twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about the recent increase in the range advertised on some newer models of Uniden GMRS two-way radios. We'll discuss what these numbers are, what we really think about Uniden's claims, and reveal what actual ranges you can realistically expect from these radios in normal conditions. We'll also review the Motorola MS355R two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. Two-way radio manufacturers have always taken some liberties with range in the past, but Uniden took it even further this summer with some of their latest models. Um, did they take it just a little too far this time? Or did Uniden finally cross the line when it comes to the advertised range of their GMRS radios? Well, I, I think the line was probably crossed a long time ago when it comes to, to range claims with two-way radios. And... Um, I mean, we've talked about this topic before. We've got articles on our website that covers the the truth about range and things like that. And I think we've even had an episode before where we've gone into this. But recently, Uniden came out with a new radio, a new line of radios. They basically refreshed their 2012 line. And now we are up to 50 miles of range on the newer models, the GMR 5089 is a uh, up to 50 mile range radio and yeah i I think this is um i don't know it's another it's it's going to push everybody else up to increasingly higher numbers Um, before this radio everybody had kind of settled in the the mid 30s Uniden and midland were at uh 36 mile range on their high-end radios cobra 35 cobra and motorola were at 35 and it seemed like we'd reached a point where everybody was kind of happy where we were. Everybody was just following along nicely. Exactly. Playing by the rules. And then Uniden had to come in and... And, well, they, they upped it by another 14 miles. <laughs> and I mean, even the numbers before, 36 miles, is, is a crazy number to put in huge print on the front of your packaging... When someone's sitting in a retail store shopping for a radio, they see up to 35 miles. The assumption is the radio is going to get more than a mile, which is, is a more realistic number. Well, you know, sometimes on the packaging you'll see the, the first words are in very small type, up to, and then there's this huge number that says 35 or 36 or 50 miles. And that's really the only number that the average consumer is going to see. They're going to pick that up and they're going to say, oh, 50 miles. They don't really look at the up to part. That's in small print. And even so, up to, 
um, to a lot of people uh, can mean different things. Absolutely. I mean, you, you see up to 50 miles. I think most people think that, well, maybe I won't get 50 miles out of it, but I'll get 49 I get, and a half. <laughs> if I get 20 miles out of it, I'll be fine. And yeah. <laughs> that even that's not likely to happen under normal circumstances. Probably not even close to that. Yeah, we, with these highest powered radios, the most you can realistically expect in um, most situations is one to two miles. That's the mm-hmm. most we would ever tell any of our customers to expect. Now, we have people, if you're using them on water, you may get five, six, seven miles. Um, if you're using them on a mountain, talking to someone below you, you may get even more than that. But you know, 95% of people using these radios don't expect more than one to two miles. And 99.9% of them are not on the ISS or something when they've got a clear line of sight with nothing else in the way that could maybe get them um, that uh, that far. Exactly. And, and this type of thing just irritates me probably more than most people because we have to deal with customers every day mm-hmm. and try to reset the expectations that, that they have based on the packaging and advertising of these radios. The biggest problem that we have is setting expectations properly. Mm-hmm. And goodness, it, it puts us in a tough position because do we want to, on our website, put real numbers and then, uh, you know, our competitors on their websites are going to put the numbers that are on the, the box. So maybe that hurts us. Um, well, we've received a number of complaints in the past from customers about these range claims. And uh, we just received one recently from somebody who was very irate about the fact that, you know, I'm... I'm getting less than a half a mile on my radios, and, and uh, here you are advertising it, you know, 10 miles or so. Well, no, we're not advertising at 10 miles. We're just telling you what the manufacturer says, and we do put in our disclaimers. Which he didn't – I'm guessing he didn't really read the item descriptions because no, in every one of them it has that in there. And that's where I yeah. think we take yeah, it a step further because it's 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 – it's awful. 35 miles, it's awful. But yeah. we put in there, in optimal conditions, or in urban conditions, this is what you're going to get, typically. We see a big part of our job is setting the customer's expectations properly. I mean, if, if uh, Uniden is putting on their packaging that this radio has up to 50 miles range, we list in the features of the product what they say. But if you click on that feature, we try to explain it, that uh, these range claims are inflated in the description of the product. We put actually what you can expect. We have a podcast where we've talked about range claims before. We have articles linked mm-hmm. to from the homepage of our yep. website that try to properly set expectations, but it, it's a challenge. Now, we won't go into the whole uh, range issue as far as, as how to get the range that you need out of your radios. That uh, was covered in Episode 5, and you go back and listen to that, and, and we went into that in depth. What we're doing in this episode is we're really covering what some of these manufacturers, in particular Uniden, is, is doing here, and that you should watch out for that and keep that in mind. Uh, make a translation between what is on the box and what you can reasonably expect and pretty much uh, you know tell you what your your expectations probably should be right what's going to happen now uh, most likely and you know I don't have any inside information here but typically when one of these manufacturers ups this 
number from 36 to 50, everybody else has to follow because, Mm -hmm. you know, Motorola doesn't want you walking in Walmart and looking at a unit in that says up to 50 miles. And then their radio says up to 35 miles, which one are most people going to pick? Motorola will go to 49 miles, most likely. Mm -hmm. And uh, Midland will probably match at 50. Cobra will probably match at 50. And next year we'll, we'll be having this conversation where... Uniden's gone to 75. Yeah, the, the manufacturers <laughs> will be continually, you know, trying to one-up each other. That's what's uh, always happening. The because in theory, you can go to 100 miles on these. I mean, if you were on the International Space Station, like you said, mm-hmm. and you had nothing obstructing your signal, you could get hundreds of miles with these radios. There used to be a manufacturer that did say uh, up to 100 miles. Tri-Square on yeah. their, their higher-end TSX-300 the manual clearly said up to 100 miles. And look where Tri-Square yeah. is today. Well, they aren't. <laughs> but, well, now, I want to give Tri-Square you know, a little credit because they were a manufacturer that didn't throw those numbers on the front of their boxes. It was not, yeah. It was, no, it, was no. in, it was in small print in the manual. And I believe that in the manual, they, they kind of said it as a, we're not going to promote That's huge right. range claims because, in theory, all radios will do 100 miles. Mm-hmm. So, uh, unfortunately, TriSquare's not around any longer, but um, I kind of like the approach that they took there. I think they were uh, a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say honest. I, I think they were, let's just say they were they were a little bit more, um, what's what I I'm think they for? just had a different, <laughs> I think they had a different approach to their marketing. I think that they said, well, let's, let's try not to get in this, this game of, you know, increasingly high range claims. Well, where they got you was yeah. we got a bill over a billion channels. That's yeah. true. That's where they got you. Yeah. That was on yeah. the outside of their box. Well, I think overall, I'll, they, I'll take your fifty miles and I'll <laughs> I'll put a, the number one billion on the front of my page or box, and that'll get your attention. <laughs> Do they have like ten billion at some point or something? Something like crazy. So, yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was that overall, I think TriSquare was uh, more considerate. Of the consumer, in the way they approach range claims, yeah. I agree, and I wish every every other manufacturer would go to the same thing. I mean, put put the number of watts your radio supports on the front of the packaging. That makes more sense. That that is a number where you can sort of get a, an idea of range based on the mm-hmm. number of watts of, that the radio outputs. And there is a disparity between manufacturers mm-hmm. there. Uh, Lower-end radios will be less than a watt. Some very low-end radios will be two-tenths of a watt or less. And something and, else we should probably mention um, before we go too far into this is that uh, what we're talking about, folks, we're talking about the radios when they're uh, on the GMRS channels, not on the FRS channels, because the FRS channels are going to be limited to half a watt or less. So there is no way... Um, there's no reasonable way that you're going to get 36 or 50 miles or, or whatever on an FRS channel. I think you'd have the same shot of getting 50 miles on an FRS channel as a GMRS channel. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you could could say that pretty much nil. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, if, if, you're right. If you're on channels 8 through 14, those are FRS only and um, the radio all higher-powered radios are going to switch automatically to low-power mode so on those channels. So if you're not getting 50 miles on, on, on a GMRS channel, you're definitely not going to get it if you switch to an FRS channel. 
so as as far as what we can really expect from these 50 mile radios it's pretty much going to be about the same as say some of the other radios that are yeah, advertising these 22 are miles be, um and you know i hate to sit here and knock these radios because they, they are very good radios i like the radios yeah i just don't like that claim that's on the front but, you know uniden really overall uniden does make some very good products their radios, in fact, if you if you put these radios up side by side against, say, uh, the Cobras or the uh, or the Motorola's or even the Midlands, you'll see that these radios are built for outdoor use. They're very rugged, very rugged, very durable, very well made radios. They just won't get you 50 miles. Yeah, they in most cases. they they are very. Um Sturdy feeling radios. It reminds sure. me a lot of a business radio. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. the, the way it feels and, and looks, it reminds me of a business radio. And Uniden were, was the first company to really come out with a truly waterproof radio that was submersible. Uh, the 3689 had that, and the, these um, 5089s are also completely submersible and waterproof. They're very, very good radios. But I don't know, the, the 50 miles was kind of a turnoff for me. I think you didn't kind of cross the uh, the line when they uh, started touting 50 miles on these. Well, for, for the last couple of years, everybody seemed to be at the 36 and 35 mile number. And I had kind of hoped that we were over this game of changing the number every year and going up. Uh, I mean, the top of the line radios used to be 18 miles. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you've been in the business longer than either one of us. When you got in here and were selling old motorola consumer radios back in 2002 2003 what were they claiming then um i believe 12 to 18 miles was the max and see at 36 we've more than doubled from there yeah and now we're at 50 yeah they had an older model of um an older motorola that was um 10 miles i think is what they were saying max was and that was back in what 2004 probably like a t7400 or something like that yeah and uh, so, so look where we are today. Uh, it's not that the that somehow we're able to magically get that much more mileage on the radio. I think it's really more that um, you know that these manufacturers are upping the the game as far as the range claims are concerned. Yeah, really, the transmitter in those radios that that uh, we were selling ten years ago isn't much different at all from um, the transmitter in the high-end radios today, especially when you, you look at the same manufacturer. Like Motorola's radios aren't that different today than they were at the mm-hmm. core of what they're doing. Transmitting radio signals aren't much different than before. So to summarize all this, what are we looking at here? Well, to summarize, uh, I'm a little mad at Uniden for um, upping this range claim to 50 miles. Um I, sent an e- I did send an email to their PR department asking for a comment and kind of letting them know that we were going to be doing this show, but I, I didn't get a response. Um, Motorola did give me a, uh, a little information when I asked them. They said that uh, their policy is that all range claims are verified by the Longley Rice simulation and field range testing. They also take great efforts to educate the consumer on what the limitations of the radios are with respect to range on both our packaging and in our marketing materials. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I, I do have to give Motorola a little credit. Uh, they are at least they responded. Yeah, at least they, they did, did respond. They never seem to be the company that's pushing the number higher. They seem to to always kind of match or come up a little bit lower than what the the highest number out there is. As far as packaging, they do have the best chart on the back of their boxes that actually shows some numbers of miles instead of just high, medium, and low in certain situations. like Just little pictures, little drawings of here's some mountains, here's a field, and uh, here's a big city. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> at uh, optimal mountain to valley up to 35 miles, medium like on a lake up to 9 miles, minimal or urban is up to 2 miles. So that mm. that is the best chart, so we'll give Motorola a little credit there. All right. Okay, and um, any other any other thoughts or comments or anything you want to say to Uniden, Anthony? Nope. <laughs> I have nothing more to say to Uniden about this. <laughs> I would I please would, stop. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Please stop because it, it really, when it comes right down to it, it really makes um, it really puts us on the spot uh, as a dealer because we. We have to take the flack from the customers as to why those numbers are on the box. And be honest, we didn't put the numbers on the box. We people only get, go by what the manufacturer is telling us. People get bent out of shape over it, which, I mean, is understandable. I mean, if you go to look at for a new car and it says we're letting you get or you're going to get 50 miles per gallon average and you only get 15 miles per you're going to be pretty upset about it. Yeah. Think yeah. about the guys that are looking for a radio for their business and, uh, you know, a very good quality business radio that's uh, built to use every day may cost $200 and advertise maximum range that's a fifth of, of what some of these radios advertise that are, you know, two for $50. Mm-hmm. Well, what it, what it comes right down to is, folks, if you're upset about the range claims on some of these radios... Uh, you're not alone. We're right there with you. You know, we're just as concerned about it as you are, and it's just a matter. It's it's a matter of um, contacting the manufacturer and talking to them, and 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 tell them what you think. Uh, if you are concerned about it, um, you know, if they hear from enough people, maybe they will. Maybe Uniden will say, hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't working so well. Uh, let's maybe tone this down a little bit. And, you know, we're fighting the fight, too. As we talk to manufacturers, um, this, this is a big topic for us. It is. It is. Okay. Well, coming up, we'll review the Motorola MS355R two-way radio. Does it meet our expectations? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. 
Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. This week we're going to review an FRS GMRS two-way radio from Motorola, the MS355R. Well, Motorola keeps uh, I keep upping their game. They keep bringing out these totally new look, new design radios, and uh, the MS355R is is just that. It doesn't look like your standard talk about. Uh, it's got the camo finish. It's waterproof. Uh, it floats. It's an IP67 radio, which it means it can be submersed in up to a meter of water for up to 30 minutes, which is pretty unheard of on a few consumer radios out there that are doing that, but that's uh, definitely a, a good step ahead. Got your standard 22 channels, and it does include the eight repeater channels as well for the GMRS, which is nice. Um, this 355 is really similar to the MS350. Mm-hmm that we reviewed uh, about a year ago that uh, the MS350, I guess, was doing so well that uh, they decided to make it in a camo version. Yeah. yeah, we reviewed that in episode 19, as a matter of fact, cruising with radios, taking radios on a cruise. and um, It was one of our best episodes. It was. It was. Uh, I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony was on remember his Remember you, you were talking about <laughs> the cruise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, this radio, um, the fact that it's repeater-capable, I, I think that's good that we have another repeater-capable GMRS radio out there in the mix because more and more people are starting to ask us about uh, repeater-capable radios. And, and uh, we had a question uh, where were a couple of episodes ago where someone asked, where can I find some GMRS repeaters out there mm-hmm. so I can connect my radio? So there is a demand for them. Yeah, there, there's a segment of the GMRS community that, that are radio enthusiasts, really. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of being left behind. Uh, there used to be a lot of very high-end GMRS radios, like the ICOM F21GM. Um, Kenwood had a, a TK3101, mm-hmm. I believe. But all the business radio manufacturers have gotten out of this market. So it's kind of nice to see... The consumer-grade radios kind of step it up a little bit and make repeater-capable radios or higher-end radios like this MS-355. Well, having a repeater-capable GMRS radio does help offset the range issue that we were talking about in the main segment. Um, You know, people that are concerned about range, uh, this is one way to work around that. You you find a repeater in your area, and, uh, you know, you can use that repeater to extend the range of your radios. That's right. That's a very good point. Now, um, if you find a repeater in your area, be sure to get permission from whoever owns the repeater before you start using it and just, you know, kind of tying up their, their repeater. Um, there's a great website. It's mygmrs.com. We're not affiliated with them or anything like that, but it's just a great website. It's a they provide a directory of GMRS repeaters in the United mm-hmm. States, and um, check them out if you're interested in in extending your range and using the repeater functionality of the MS355R. 
has all the same features as your your MS three fifty radio that was uh, introduced last year. It's got the the flashlight, the vibro vibro call, vibrating call alert, which is good for hunters. Hunters love that. Um, you know, to go well with the awesome camo finish. I kind of like the flashlight that they've started adding. That, that yeah. is, you know, completely unrelated to a radio, but, you know, kind of cool to have. It's one of those things, you know, oh, I need a flashlight. You know what? I've got one on my radio. I, you know, drop my keys in the leaves or, you know, whatever. But price on it's eighty nine ninety nine. free ground shipping. It comes with your two radios. It comes with your two um, nickel metal rechargeable battery packs. Two earbuds included in the package as well. Two pocket desktop charger and the AC adapter, of course. You know what else is cool about this radio is that it has that little uh, loop on top for a lanyard to clip on to a lanyard or something. You, you see these more on radios that are used outdoors, but uh, lanyards and clips like that are very popular among uh, people who, you know, hikers, campers, uh, hunters, other out, uh, outdoor enthusiasts that uh, that use these radios to keep them, you know. They're walking along or moving or running from a bear or whatever they're doing, um, you know. So they don't well, it, lose it the be, radio in the process. Yeah, just it, clip it on. It can be more convenient than than you know having to pull it off your belt every time you want to use it. Yeah, yeah. You just you know it's hanging there. You just lift it up and. and talk. Yeah, because we all know that the I mean the belt clips on the talkabouts that's been a gripe for years. They're just not the most sturdy things. But yeah. that's nice to give you an extra option, especially if you're out hunting or, or whatever clip it to your clip on your flak jacket or, or whatever the case may be yeah yeah that's true so you'd call this a cool little radio yeah, yeah. and uh this is priced at what uh 89.99 free ground shipping mm-hmm. in stock ships fast get them in time for christmas and, and oh yeah definitely because we're coming up on the holiday season this would probably make a pretty good gift for that uh hunter or hiker or camper in the family or even makes a great gift for mom. <laughs> and if you enter promo code SHOW at checkout, you can save an additional 5% on your order. So it's a good deal. There you go. All right. Well, we have some uh, comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Um, the first one comes from uh, Mickey. And uh, Mickey wants to know, uh, Hi, was wanting to know what would be the best walkie-talkies to take with you on about a hundred acre wooded area for hunting with friends and to the house as our base. That's for Mickey. I would recommend a, a uh, mid-range to higher end uh, radio uh, from any of the manufacturers are, are going to handle that. Uh, something like a, a GXT 860 or a GXT mm-hmm. 1000 from Midland. Motorola MR350 would be a good radio. If you th- if you need some more weatherproofing, maybe go with the MT350 or the the MS350. It kind of depends on whether she's talking about 100 linear acres or 100 square acres, because 100 square acres is about uh, what um, about it, it's a less not than a quarter lot of, mile. It's yeah, about not a lot of distance. Mile. But uh, because of, if if it's wooded, all the trees and you know possibly hilly yeah. terrain and things could cause some uh, interference and reduce your range. So I would recommend a, a medium range to a higher-end radio just to be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't get a, a FV300 or something no. for that. Yeah. Would you go with the same recommendations, Anthony? Or Yeah, or I'd, if, you've, you know, if money's not an option, maybe look at a MERS radio. That's go a good choice, the, too. You know, yeah, the license-free MERS. MERS, you know, 
RDV twenty twenty or uh, or excuse me, RDM twenty twenty, something like that. And that's a good rugged radio if you're out out in the woods. The, that's a business class radio. It's pretty rugged, so uh, it should last a long time. Okay, and our uh, next question comes from uh, Rawlin C. He says, I have some VHF radios and some UHF radios, and I would like to know if there's a way to convert one to the other. It makes no difference to me which way it goes. I have a feeling that is not possible, but I thought I would ask the experts. That's you guys. Thanks for any info that you can give me, and that's from Rollins C. Your feeling is right. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely yeah, correct. Unfortunately, uh, it's one or the other. Yeah, either, either one or the other, but... You can't convert one to the other, really. I've seen a few dual-service radios um, you know, where a radio may be made to support both. Yeah. There are some amateur yeah. radios that we sell that, that have that ability, but if it doesn't have that, then you're, you're not going to be adding that. There's even a mar- uh, marine radio out there that will do both uh, VHF marine channels and uh, UHF uh, GMRS channels, but uh, those are those are set. So you wouldn't be able to reprogram those anyway. And they're, they're, it's like separate modes. Um, and we're actually going to cover that in a future episode of the Two-Way Radio Show. Well, uh, I guess that does it for our questions and comments this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. All right, before we go, uh, any other final thoughts uh, about anything we've talked about today? Nope. And no more unit end bashing? No, we'll let them heal first. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll come a little slack until uh, the next, uh, next time. Okay, well... Today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. As always, everyone, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roque. And we're out. <laughs>